Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. Happy yes, humping and yes. uh, all that neat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> two humps or one. That's like your coffee, you know. Yes, true. Two, uh, yes. two cubes. Two, no, it's two lumps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I never have a lump in my coffee. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, if I get a lump, I'm going to the doctor and getting it checked. <laughs> but that's a whole different story. I'm sure it is. Hey, um, boy, you can tell it's a Wednesday, huh? Uh, a lot of mm. things, a lot of things happening in our world. We have President Trump saying that uh, there's a possibility of of nuclear war, and I have audio from him saying that. We'll play that a little later in the show. But sure. F- but first, something interesting happened a couple of days ago on. Uh, Actually, it was on the weekend. I think she was working Sundays, which is kind of unusual. Sandra Smith, who was an anchor on Fox, and somebody who I, I used to think was pretty good. I used to think she's pretty sharp. She seemed like she was neutral. She was, but what I found out as uh, things have progressed uh, with the elections and stuff like that, that she's not so much neutral, is that she's very much corporate. She follows the corporate line to a T. Somebody obviously at Fox said, Here's our position on the elections in 2020, and we will stand by that no matter what. And she, like a good employee, is doing exactly that. She had senatorial candidate from Alabama, Mo Brooks, on, and uh, she made the statement. Well, you can hear what she said. And Mo Brooks went off. Listen. And just to go on the record, there has been still no evidence or proof provided that there was any uh, sort of fraud in that. Any well, no, that's wrong. Don't, that I election. don't know why you people in the media keep I saying just, that, but oh, that is absolutely false. That, that is absolutely false. You keep note, saying though, it every time, but what, that's absolutely what false. Is false sir? You had 150 congressmen and senators who absolutely disagreed with you on what you just said. So, what are you calling them? What are you calling them when you say 150? Uh, Republican senators and congressmen looked at the voter fraud issue and said there was a major problem. What are you calling the Commission on Federal Election Reform, a bipartisan re- uh, uh, mm-hmm. committee that, with Jimmy Carter on the one hand and James Baker, Ronald Reagan, White House Chief of Staff on the other, back in 2005, who analyzed the systemic weaknesses, the systemic flaws in our election system and warned us that elections are going to be stolen if we don't fix these problems and those problems are, were not fixed. Okay. So I don't know who's telling you there's no evidence, the but that tells me you haven't judges- done your homework. I'm sorry, but judges, that's the way it is. The courts and the judges that have... No, no, the courts... No, wait, time out. Don't go into that. Don't go okay. into that. All right. Don't go into that. Though, the courts I'm do not the have the... Wait a minute. No, no. I'm getting, I'm getting in the last word on this one because you just made a false statement, okay? The courts are not the final arbiter of who wins federal election contests. Congress is. That is required by the United States Constitution. That is required by the United States Code for congressmen and senators and the president. So don't be surprised that courts quote, don't usurp the power that is authorized the United States Congress. Let me just quote the GOP commissioner in Wisconsin in the Wall Street Journal uh, today. Printed, and I will read it verbate. He said, there is no evidence that election fraud is the reason Trump lost in Wisconsin, and that is not for lack of looking. His advice to your party is to pivot away from these conspiracy theories, focus on the issue that affects Wisconsin families and their pocketbooks. Sir, I want to move on to January okay, 6th. Okay, then look at, the, look, at the, look at the judge's opinion. Look at the judge's opinion in Pennsylvania that talked about over 2 million illegal ballots cast. That was their court order. Look Sir, at the uh, special investigation the of a former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice who found significant voter fraud at nursing homes in the state of Wisconsin. Okay. Look at the 2,000 Mules documentary that has come out. Look at how many mass mail-out-of-ballots there were across the United States for which we have no security. 
Okay, um, and, and that has been looked at and fact-checked by multiple outlets, including Reuters, who have debunked that as any sort of proof that there was widespread voter fraud. I'm sorry, but other January people have fact-checked it and find you absolutely wrong, Sandra, but keep going 6th. with that story if you He, I think, uh, took her to the cleaners myself. Well, I, he did. Now, the liberals will sit there and say, oh, see, you know, they, you, you can't talk him down. Actually, he used a liberal tactic by talking you down, but he had that's facts true. to back it up. Uh, her sitting there and, and uh, quoting Reuters, well, you know, sometimes the fact checkers need to be fact checked themselves, and it's wrong. Greg Phillips, who's the producer of mm -hmm. 2000 Mules, uh, he wrote a tweet. He responded to her saying that it's been poo-pooed by Reuters. He said, I understand one of your morons said 2000 Mules had been debunked, and you cited Reuters as your source. It's one thing that you choose to stay silent while mules went viral and educated Americans that the election had indeed been stolen. It's entirely different when you have chosen to lie to the world. I challenge Sandra Smith to go face-to-face -face with any one of us. Game on, boys and girls. This is the producer from uh, the movie 20,000 Mules. You know, he's absolutely correct. It's one thing to stay silent while the movie goes viral, you know, and everybody is learning what's going on, it's entirely different when you have chosen to lie to the world, which is what right. she just did. She just lied to the world. And what YouTube, by the way, does when they silence us when we discuss the elections in 2020. Oh, yeah. Even if you say, look, this is an opinion. It's a new story. And our opinion is it's probably true or there's something there. Oh, that's fake news. Oh, yes. You're course. not allowed to have an opinion uh, unless it happens to be their opinion. And if it's not, they dox you, which tells me there is a bigger game at play. And there's somebody pulling those strings. And these people know it. But you know what? They are so deep. Uh, with their uh, into their party with their heads up somebody's rear end <laughs> that they don't see yep. you know the light of day what they're doing is they're they're promoting an agenda and you know come hell or high water they're going to promote it it has nothing to do with core values what America is about damn be the constitution we're going to tear this place down you know I watch I watch Tucker I think he's one of the best uh, shows on t on uh, on TV he still has days. a job at uh, Fox. I mean, Fox has gone liberal. Oh, uh, big time, big time. Uh, I I watch uh, a little bit of uh, sometimes I watch a little bit of Hannity, but he's uh, he's gone a bit corporate too. Uh, Ingram, I like Laura Ingram. I think she's honest. Uh, but everything else on Fox, it's almost like they're fighting to be CNN. It's like they're trying to be CNN, and I I can't help but look at them and. And, we're, and I see them coming uh, across the screen calling Arizona for Biden before anybody else. And now we know, based upon the audit in Arizona, that they were they were wrong. And I, I don't understand why that audit hasn't blown things apart, Bill. They came well, I got to ask you the question. You know, let's just say, for the sake of argument, then all of a sudden it came out. Uh, there's a couple of ways that I could go with it, but let's just say it came out that obviously that the election was false. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What well, would you do? What I would do if the election was false is I would bring it back to Congress and I would try to reverse it. 
I would. But Congress was voted for then too, so maybe well, some of the people that are there shouldn't if, really legitimately yeah, be there. If you rob a bank and you get away with it, and then you find out in a year and a half or two years who the guys are that robbed the bank, do you let them? Do you let them keep the money and and go free because it took you a year and a half or two years to find them, or do you bring them to justice and rectify the situation? Yeah, but if you if you had a lot of banks that got robbed. Uh, fixing the main bank is not going to fix the problem at all because the other little, you know, well, we had federal judges that uh, overset said, no, 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 no. Well, these were appointed judges by Democrats uh, that yeah, uh, well, the judges I, are Democrats. I, the first thing you do, first thing, in my opinion, the first thing you do is you fix the presidency. The guy with the biggest hammer, the presidency, you fix that first. And then from the top down, you start to rectify the situation. If, well, there, my, if, there are, if there are judges who shouldn't be there, who were appoint, appointed illegally, then they should be removed. Well, you got the 2,000 mules, which if anybody hasn't seen it, take a look at it. Come to your own conclusion. You will see video evidence. Now, uh, you know, she was referring to the geo-tracking was debunked by Reuters. Really? We use that for missile targeting. We take out we take out targets the size of a dime, uh, with precision. No geo targeting is and tracking is been around for years and it's perfected. So nah, that works. You 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 can't argue that. You're absolutely correct. They did, I just heard a guy say, "Oh, geo tracking doesn't work." I called for the Uber to pick me up at the airport. And the guy said, I can see that you're at gate number so-and-so. Do you want us to pick you up there? Mm -hmm. They were able to track because of his cell phone the precise location of the guy when he made the call. You know, when you sit there and order something from Amazon mm -hmm. and it says out for delivery, and then all of a sudden they give you a time window that's an hour and a half. And then all of a sudden it says it's on the way. And if you tap it again, well, a map comes up and you can see the exact address where that, that, Amazon truck is, and you can, and I've sat there and watched it. I'm going, oh, well, according to this, dude's right out front. I go and I get out of my easy chair. I walk downstairs. I come to the door, and there they are with my package. Geo-tracking. Bill, if they wanted to put a missile in my window right in front of where I'm sitting, they could do it, and I'm sure they could do it because of geo-tracking. Well, look, uh, they have proven that those election numbers were wrong. They're proving that the steal is still going on. Right. Uh, there's the, obviously there was, they don't want to admit it, but even the voting machines were rigged. There are so many different ways to rig. It is pathetic. And now there's new news of a bigger cabal. Now, you know, my personal feeling on elections. I don't know that you can take the head off and sit there and we'll start from there and go down. I'm almost to the point to where, you know, the whole system and you'll call me a conspiracist. It doesn't matter. A whack job doesn't matter. All my life, I've had peers and people saying, oh, you're an idiot and nothing about politics. You know, and my answer to them is screw you. Uh, <laughs> I have my opinions for a reason. And my opinion is you don't cut any corners, this, do you? <laughs> if it is this screwed up, right, you put a provisional government in. And then you sit there and go, go back to the Reagan studies and everything, and let's fix it from the ground up. Don't you think that if they were to do it right, 
if they were to decide, okay, the fix was in, it was a stolen election, I think the military would be the people to come in and put in an interim. They would be the interim government. Right. But see, my point is, I don't know who's good or bad. I've always said in management, I always had a grenade theory that if I walked into a place that was just in bad disarray, right. I would walk in and say, hey, you know, folks, it's nothing personal, but uh, you're all given your notice. Now you can reapply for your job and that would give me a chance to evaluate them. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would have that privilege. If it were me fixing this government, you're right, military in charge. And then I would sit there, fix the election system and the people that are in good or bad saying, Hey, I hope you had a great time. Welcome back to private life. You can never run for political office in this country again. Mm-hmm. Let's get some new blood and get some people that that represent their party's value and even take those parties apart and get them, you know, because anytime money's involved with anything, oh, it it goes to hell mm. in a handbasket. You can go back to the Bible, money's the root of all evil. Well, it sure uh, sure has proven that with our uh, political system. Yeah, the uh, military definitely has the right to be the interim government. Some people may say, what do you mean the military? That's so, uh, oh, that's third world. No, no, actually, they take an oath to protect us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And I think the argument can be made that if the election is stolen, then whoever stole it is an enemy of our country, and the military has the right to step in and at least stabilize things until uh, the government can be put back into place and not put back in by the military. I think what they would do is they would stabilize all of the the systems and the uh, departments, and they would then set up a new election. I think you would see a new election, a new and fair election, completely separate from the computers and uh, the, the, the cheats that we've seen. You know, the, the mules dropping off five and six bags of fraudulent votes and people pulling out votes from underneath tables. What I can't figure out, Bill, for the life of me, is how people to this day can say, well, it wasn't stolen. Where do you get your facts? And I think I believe my lying eyes. I believe my lying eyes. I saw them reach under the table and uh, in Georgia and pull out baskets of votes and then go over to the table and start feeding them into the system. They either don't want to believe that it's that corrupt or they are so far with their head up somewhere that they are willing to sell the lie. And if you want to sell that lie, then just like you're calling us an enemy of the state, well, who is the enemy of the state? Maybe you're the enemy of the state if you're sitting there supporting that lie. Right. And if we can't decide who the enemy of the state is, then um, uh, that person down in South America said that uh, we're ready for a civil war. Yeah. Is perhaps right on the money. Yeah, the president of El El Salvador, the president of El Salvador looked up at our country and saw the situation that we're in, and he could see from a distance where we're going if we don't straighten this thing out. I don't know that we can straighten it out. I, I we may be too far gone. I, I've said I don't know that we can make it until the, uh, until the uh, November elections, and we've already seen proof that in the primaries, 
that there was, you know, well, we've we had more voters than uh, we had more votes than voters. How did that happen? Things got flipped. Uh, uh, somebody gets in the mail, uh, you know, extra ballots uh, for mail-in ballots yeah. uh, for people that are dead. That yeah. that's still going on. You know, if we know this has been going on, oh, we'll fix it. But we haven't fixed it. Well, then what the hell, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, what are we? Wa- we're wasting our time here. I, I it's time we, to fix this thing. I know what you're saying is is could be true that we may have gone beyond the point of no return as far as being able to fix this. Uh, I know President Trump seems to think that we haven't. President Trump still at his rallies. Even though he'll lay out some pretty difficult things and uh, upsetting things, he then will turn around and say, but it's not that we can't fix this, but we've got to do well, it soon. I'll, I'll clarify. The point of no return is up to the point to where it just breaks in front of your eyes. It's going to break. Could be today. Mm-hmm. Could be tonight. Could be tomorrow. Could be next week. It's going to break. How long are you going to wait? Once it's broken, the check engine light goes on in your car. Well, right. that's just a sensor. Yeah. And then one day you're on a little family trip. You're <laughs> 200 miles to the destination and there's nothing in between. Right. And 300 miles behind. And all of a sudden you feel that little drop in hesitation. Don't and then you, you hate hear that. that. <laughs> clunk, clunk. Yep. <laughs> and then you're over in the side of the road. Well, I'll get on the phone and I have towing. I don't have signal. Yep. Well, that's where we're headed. I hope we're not uh, there yet, but I think you're right. We're on the road. And I I really hate, when I hear Sandra Smith so vehemently fight against Mo Brooks, and Mo Brooks is no jerk. He's running for Senate. He's been in in Congress. He's a, a, a smart guy, and he knows what he's talking about. And Sandra Smith, it's like she has talking points right in front. She brought up that guy in Wisconsin, the the former head of the Wisconsin Republican Party, like he was the the end-all when it came to judging whether the elections were were, uh, valid or not. He says, well, we did everything we could. Hey, listen, that was Wisconsin. Did you talk to anybody in Pennsylvania? Well, I think here's what's going on. You ever notice when they're in one of those debates, they look down. Uh, I'm just theorizing that they might have spreadsheets right in front of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you ever lost a job and you had to be a telemarketer, Mm -hmm. you know, you're sitting there, you do your opening script. Well, hello, sir. You know, uh, I'm so-and-so. I'm Charlie Watts, and I'm calling you uh, on behalf of so-and-so. I I loved you with the Rolling Stones. Yes, I was very good, but now I'm... I'm selling stuff because I died and came back and I got to pay for this. But, uh, and then you're, and then I ask you a question and you go, no, you know, yep. I go to the next thing. If they say no, say this. If they say this, say this. If, if they go this way, you go that way. In other words, they have sat down and coached these news people or given them an agenda that when you're in an interview, they could go this direction. You can go that direction. And here's how you handle each argument. Because it seems that they have a scripted yeah. answer for everything. And the only way that is, is that they sat down there and they said, okay, you're most likely going to hear this. Now, Mo sat there and wouldn't let them 
read yes. that script. I love it. Cut them off. Bill, I got to ask you. You and I have been in broadcasting for a lot of years. Me more than you. <laughs> that hurts to say. Um, <laughs> but it's true. You got to wonder what Fox is doing. I mean, all they have to do is look across the street at CNN and see where their political stance has taken them. They have no ratings. CNN is in the toilet. There are some you radio know, stations in Atlanta that have more listeners than CNN has viewers around the country. I'll try to shorten this answer. Since you brought up the radio analogy, I will give you a radio analogy. Right. You know, we started out with radio. Well, radio used to be TV. TV stole our thunder, and then we started playing music. And everything was fine. As a matter of fact, uh, in the early days, it yes. was a very broad playlist. But then you got more stations. Well, we got to splinter the format. So mm -hmm. they splintered the music, and they divided the music. Well, then somebody saw an opportunity here, and, you know, because there was a lot of competition, consultants came in. And so they sat there and they said, okay, you've got 2,000 records you play here. Let's find out the very best records. So they did. They boiled that list down to yeah, 1,000 records. And then they said, well, it worked well. We ought to test it again. Boiled it down to 800, 700, 600, 300. Mm -hmm. Pretty soon you got a pebble, and that's all you're playing. Now they're sitting there going, well, the problem is we're a music station. Shut up and play the music. Shut up and play the music. And radio changed because of consultants and the gurus that are paid to tell us what to do. So then they would sit there and go, well, you know, we need to uh, own the competition. So then you had uh, the LMAs, the lease management, and then they changed the rules to where you could own a conglomerate of stations in the market. And they did. Well, now the funny thing is because radios always work, but they said it's dead, it's dead, it's dead, it's dead. And the latest word out there is, you know, radio has always been alive, but personalities, they need to, you know, speak up and be themselves mm -hmm. and talk. And you need variety in the music. And I'm like going back yeah, no. full circle. Okay. So getting back to my question, though, Fox looks at CNN. CNN is going down the toilet because they've taken a stance that is just ridiculous. I mean, they are so anti-mainstream America. People, they, No one's watching them. They They're being programmed by an outside source that A, doesn't know the industry, or B, is programming them to fulfill an agenda. So Fox is going to do the same thing now? Yeah, I mean, they're marching to the beat of a drum that is being beat for them. See, I think Fox... They had the highest ratings. They were the king of the hill for the longest time. All they had to do is stay the course. Just keep doing what you're doing. But what did they do in the uh, last election? They decided to dump on their entire audience. They literally turn their back on their audience for God knows what reason they did it. I mean, I, I, I do, to this day, I can't figure out why they would do it. There has to be something about upper-level management. There has to be somebody mm -hmm. in upper-level ownership or something. You know, it was one thing when Roger Ailes was the, uh, the guy who ran Money. Fox. Yeah, well, they got so much now. Roger Ailes was the founder of Fox News. He, he was the, the guy who... He ran it like a, a titan for 25 years, and then 
They decided to get rid of him. They couldn't get rid of him, so they threw all sorts of sexual allegations at the guy. Oh, that's the number one thing to get rid of somebody. And they got rid of him. And when they got rid of him, about a year and a half later, he died. He was, uh, but the guy was the guy who made Fox News what it was. They replaced him with a bunch of of nerds, a bunch of guys who just don't have his creativity. You look at Fox News right now; they they bust their butt to get to get as many Democrats on as they can, to get as many liberals on as they can. Well, it's diversity there. Yeah, that's yeah, diversity. But go over to go over to CNN. CNN, they'll call they'll call a middle of the road Republican, kinda maybe leaning left. They'll call him a conservative. They'll stick him on a panel, a guy who will basically agree with the other people on the panel who are who are insanely mm-hmm. liberal. You know, I well, mean, it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. Uh, it makes sense to me. I mean, there's an agenda that is that is being driven, and it's being driven by money and greed. I mean, Davos, the meeting there was all about that. There's the big thing of the uh, CEO of uh, Pfizer, who uh, apparently made a faux pas. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the direct quote, but basically uh, th- they were um, uh, they were talking about uh, reducing the population by 50% by 2023. Now, if that's the case, uh, they're doing a pretty good job. And then they they said, well, you know, those that didn't vaccine, I'm going, what do you mean by that? You know, so either way, Davos, you know, it was all about the rich, greedy people of the world trying to figure out how to put a bigger thumb on mankind, squeeze us for more money so that they can have even a more plush lifestyle. You know, you, you look back and look at the, even the, the, when you look at the national debt and and how the rich people started getting very wealthy, and as the debt grew, we suffered. Mm. But they got richer. And now we're in, you know, we had a we had a great recession, and we had another one in 2008. We got one that is going to be the humongous, huge, as Trump would say. <laughs> yes. Uh, and what do you think is going to happen? Do you think in our lifetime that we will witness the birth of trillionaires? Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Close to it. Yeah. And as we suffer, can't pay our debts, and we start living in tents that we have to finance, Um uh, out on a piece of land somewhere that somebody's going to charge us for, uh, they're going to have uh, more plush amenities. My question that we're is, we're going to help them make and pay e- for. Elon Musk worth two hundred and fifty billion dollars or thereabouts. How long will it take him to become to become a trillionaire? I well, mean, are you a trillionaire based upon how much cash you have or all of your assets? I would imagine all of your assets. I would imagine if he were to buy. Uh, if he were to buy Twitter and turn it around, make it successful again, if he were to make Tesla uh, uh, even bigger than it is, if he were to take uh, SpaceX and they start landing on uh, on on Mars on a regular basis, he's going to be a trillionaire before you know it. Probably in 10 years or less. He will yeah. probably be there probably in uh, by 2025. Yeah. I would predict because if you're at... Uh, Two hundred billion, you know what? You're almost there. 
Well, you know, so you're not far from it. So it's going to happen. Now, I don't think he's the bad guy in all of this. He figured out the money formula. Now, he's, but he's, he's not like the Schwabs or yeah. the Buffets or the Bill Gates of the world because now Bill Gates and Musk, they are, they are putting their money out of cash and into yeah. other currencies that they believe in. You know, uh, getting back to the media, uh, look to Newsmax. I, I say that because they're, they're an interesting little network, but I, I, I keep wondering, are they going to go off the tracks too? Because I'll tell you why. Their most successful show is a guy named Greg Kelly, mm -hmm. and he is, he is a vehement Trump supporter. I mean, he doesn't know hiding it. He is a right. smart, smart guy. It's a good show. He's on at 7 o'clock at night. But they just hired Greta Van Sesteren, and they're going to give her the lead-in show, which I, I don't know when that's going to be because right now they have, um, they have Stinchfield on at 8 o'clock. They have Greg Kelly on at 7 o'clock. At 6 o'clock they have uh, Spicer and Company with uh, Sean Spicer and his co-host, and I got to wonder who are they going to move or replace if they replace Kelly? Is that a well, sign that they're going to uh, change the direction? You know, probably before the fall, because you know, there's a tide out there. And even though it is not really an American citizen tide, let me be clear on that. The average Joe schmuck, like you and me, we're schmucks. Uh -huh. uh, we have basic core values, but there are people out there ranting and chanting, and they 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 push that and support that. But there is a tide, and that tide is an evil tide of greed and wealth that is out there. Let's say you're a ship at sea, you know, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you notice the sea is calm, and the water seems to be sinking. And off in that horizon, and you're not really, you're kind of trailing it uh, sideways, you see what looks like a wall that's building and coming, a liberal wall. Well, the best way to ride that wall without getting crushed. Go with it. You turn your ship right into it. You hit it head yeah. on because you will go up and over. But uh, I, I think that there's something that these guys are marching to a drum that they see. And I, I, I just don't think there's a liberal wall out there. I think it's just the opposite, but they are, they are ignoring what's happening in the real world for the sake of their own. Uh, well, they, wants they don't and needs. see that wall. Maybe they're seeing there's two waves out there and maybe the, the big wave, the real monster wave, but we're going to have to. Sometimes you got to crash and burn before you can phoenix yourself. Oh, that's depressing. Hey, you hear about uh, Kevin McCarthy? He was uh, they run a video of his at the Trump rally over the weekend. I didn't right. I didn't see this because they didn't air it, but uh, it says House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was loudly booed during his video address at Donald Trump's Wyoming rally. So uh, <laughs> I missed that, but that that kind of would take the wind out of your sails if you thought you were if you were part of the Trump mainstream and he's not. He, no. he he is he is Mr. Middle of the Road. He'll go in whatever direction the tide's taking him. Oh yeah. Crazy number out there. Popularity poll. Eighty four percent of America thinks Biden stinks. 
So his numbers are not doing well. I think I have the audio, all. by the way, of uh, that booing. Would you like to hear the audio yeah, of the booing? Sure. Okay, listen. Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik, and Representative Jim Jordan. Hello, Wyoming. I'm Kevin McCarthy, and I'm the Republican leader of the United States House of Representatives. I'm from Bakersfield, California, and many of the challenges we're addressing in our Central Valley are similar to the most important issues facing you in Wyoming. Water rights, public lands. You really can't hear it in the crowd. They're, they're running the, uh, the feed audio, but they're booing. <laughs> they're booing. Oh, you got to love it. There are bad Republicans like there are bad Democrats. You know, just just do your due diligence. You got to get out and vote. Somebody told me today, they said, you know, if I don't like either candidate, I don't vote. No. I'm going, well, then you leave it up to somebody else to vote for you. Yeah, exactly right. Did you hear about the uh, thieves? who uh, stole a $2 million gold and jeweled tabernacle from a Brooklyn Roman Catholic church. And -hmm. while they were in there, they just so happened to behead one of their marble angels. There are some really nasty people out there. But a $2 million tabernacle in the Catholic church, that's where they keep what they call the Eucharist, uh, the host. Uh, They use it during their ceremony. It's blessed. It's a very sacred item. Uh, in the Catholic Church, and uh, whoever stole it could care less. They were interested in one thing, melting that thing down, obviously, because they're not going to sell it like it is. No, they got to get rid of it and melt it down. There's no way to track that gold once it's melted down. Mm. My friend, it is always a pleasure. We have done it again. Uh, We've rambled on. Uh, A midweek show kind of different from what we normally do. This was, uh, we talked about some interesting stuff, and... uh, We'll probably do it again sometime. How about tomorrow? Does that work for you? That works for me. You know. Well, there you um, go. It's a date. Uh, yeah. Well, well I, I would, <laughs> your wife might get upset. My girlfriend, I mean, they're going to sit there. I didn't um, mean that kind of a date. You yeah, know. I was yeah, go. early. By the way, how did your uh, barbecue work out on uh, Memorial Day? I heard that explosion. Yes. Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. Yeah, my eyebrows, they should come back. Yeah, uh, sometime. As soon as the skin <laughs> heals up and... Uh, they they said the facial the goatee and stuff that yes. hair is kind of yes. singed to the skin. So, yes, you know, that's well, crap. It, yeah. But the but the burgers <laughs> were good. <laughs> oh yeah, they were extra well done. I'll bet. <laughs> hey buddy, have a great Wednesday. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, you have a good one too. I'm out of here, but I'm not grilling. Not today. No, 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 please don't. <laughs>